Hey listeners, do I have an event for you? Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Doubletree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. All right. Hello, welcome to Wide Love Sports. Today I am joined by Billings senior football player and U of M Western recruit, Caleb Romero. How are you doing today, Caleb? Uh, doing pretty good. Got two presentations done and it looks like they're about to be A, so fine and dandy. Hey, that's awesome, man. Awesome. Senior year is always good for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a little stressful, but, you know, I've been getting it done. So that, whatever gets it done, awesome. gets it done. Sweet. So, hey, I just saw that you were um, signed with the University of Montana Western. What was your recruitment process like to go there? Uh, you know, they actually invited me to go there in uh, May. And, you know, I thought it was a pretty cool small town. And then the whole, like, the whole program there just felt like home. Like, you know, right away, like, like the, like the brothers there and, like, the weight room just reminded me of back home at senior high. And the football program, like, how they're, like, they do day by day and just the people just felt like right at home, just like building senior high. And, you know, I like that. Like I'm a person I don't really like change. So I like things to stay the same. So. Oh, that's awesome for sure. So if I remember right in high school, you've played both O-line and D-line. What's going to be your position in college? Um. Well, so far they basically said they really want me on D-line, but they said if D-line doesn't really work, gonna be uh i can go to o-line but i really am gonna try to play d-line though for sure awesome so is that your favorite then if you had to choose between the two? Oh yeah definitely i like playing d-line you know i like the little the little trash talk i like sacking the quarterback i like running getting the running backs taking on double teams let my backers get the plays you know that's just my favorite thing to do for sure so you mentioned the trash talk and i, I know it's prevalent but who is the biggest trash talker that you played against? Biggest trash talker I played against. You know, um, there's not really single guys, but I gotta give it to a team. My the team I'll go for is probably Butte. I'll give Butte the better of the doubt. They are pretty like they're basically like senior high. They can go on the field, trash talk, you know, get in your head a little bit. You know, it was pretty fun, especially that week one, that crazy week one game we had against them. We'll beat them on the field goal. There was a lot of trash talk going. So, yeah, but, you know, we got the dub on them and, you know, they kind of like weren't quiet about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, senior high has been pretty successful in football. What is it meant to be a part of that success here recently? You know, if I got to say all the success, it's definitely the coaching staff. You know, in my opinion, I think Coach Murdoch is literally like, should be in the list of greatest coaches of all time in, at Montana State. I mean, People say it's because he has Nathan Day, Gabe Solcer, but no, it's because of his plan. And he knows like teams is like weaknesses and strengths. And he just like, he just knows how to like fix, like beat them. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And the other coaching staff too with it, um, his name's Greg Walter, defensive coordinator of ours. And he's just really good. You know, he knows like what the O-line's doing, how many steps they take back. And, you know, how to, like, beat them. Should we, like, make them bounce out? You know, that's our game plan against Glacier, against Jake Rodina, the big running back. We were trying to get him to bounce out. 
and it worked. We did like a three front on them and four front on them. And it was working until we just beat ourselves at the end. And, you know, my call, we had a pretty bad call at the end that should have went, should have not went their way, should have went our way, but you know, it is what it is, but yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So as you mentioned, I mean, billing seniors football program is just like one big family. How do you guys get to have that camaraderie? And I know from people playing, it's not just like the varsity team is close with the varsity team. You're close with everybody in the whole football program. Yeah. Um, I'd say like the best two ways to get to know each other and like everyone, everyone's backgrounds is definitely the team camps. So that's number one, the team camps. We have three team camps. We should go to Bozeman or Dickinson depends on the year where Murdoch wants to go. And then the second one is definitely the orange and black camp. And then two days, you know, the bad two days where you have to get your grind on and try to get your spot. But, you know, Murdoch always gets us teaching lessons where we eat at lunch and after practice. And then he talks about the brotherhood, like, and then they were talking about World War II, the ace of spades. What's that mean? Because, you know, we carried the flag of the ace of spades. That means we all mm-hmm. love each other and we're all with each other. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I know when I went to high school, senior wasn't that great at football. And it's just, it's so nice to see them be able to, you know, compete now. And it's awesome to see for sure. And I think it's definitely Coach Murdoch that has done that. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Good, um, good family man too. Oh, that's awesome. So Weston Senior is a massive rivalry. It's always been a rivalry. What is it like to be able to play in those games? You know, the atmosphere is really crazy. You know, I remember my sophomore year, you know, I was kind of like nervous at the part. Like, and this was like game six. It was just like the butterflies in that game was like way worse than um, game one and game two. And yeah, it's just crazy. You know, just like I said, trash talk, like the Butte game, that's like a whole game of trash talking, like, <laughs> you know, and like you say, catch me in the next play. And then, you know, next play it happens. And, yeah. but you got it. Like I say, senior West is the toughest game of being a Bronc or being a golden bear. That is the toughest game you have to win. Cause you're doing that for city. I'm saying you're even representing your family and just every background, of your team. And it's just a very important, a important win to win the season for sure so during the football season you take on kind of a different persona on your twitter specifically and you kind of call out players on every team and you definitely did with the dollar twins during that west senior game this year so what kind of made you want to start that and you know who do you pick who to call out on each team um i definitely call out the best players but you know I mean, my man Taco, I know him for since I was like, we were on the YMCA basketball team in Billings, Montana. So that's how I knew him. And then about like maybe seven years later in sixth grade, went to Will James Middle School together and we just played recess football a lot. And, you know, I have much respect for him as he has much respect for me. And, you know, it's that friendly rivalry we kind of have and just respect. And, you know, I also did that on the Twitter game, just like I told the news. Um, I just did that to hype the game. I know I'm that guy, I want the game to be hype. So when the game's hype, then I'm hyped and I'm ready to go and get my job done. For sure. So how did you get yourself, you know, looked at for colleges? And how did you, you know, prepare yourself on the football field to be at a level where colleges would look at you? Um, definitely how I wanted to get looked at. I definitely wanted to work really hard in the weight room. Like kids are listening now, like 
get, get your butt in the weight room. Like that's really going to pay off, you know? And I also did film. I always did huddle. I always um, highlighted my best plays. Sometimes like not even, don't even highlight your best plays. Sometimes highlight like plays that, you know, oh, my hands moved quick on this player. Oh, I got off the ball this quick. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, oh, I outstrength this person. And, oh, look at me and my angles I took on trying to tackle this guy. You know, colleges are going to look for that, you know. I mean, I wish I would have learned that sooner. But, you know, but my advice for younger kids are trying to, like, get to colleges, any type of college, just do that and work your tail off and study film. That's my major thing is always study film because every time I'm on the field, I know what the offense is going to run. I know where the sniffer, he can go two ways. He can go inside, outside, or he's going to stay in the block. So yeah. film is a major one, I would say. And colleges really love persons that like film. Definitely. So I think you got all conference, and if I'm not mistaken, all state also this last year. How cool was that to get that those honors this year? You know, to get um to get that like basically um three years in a row, especially O line this year too. It was like, you know, it was a little emotional because like you just think about all the hard work you did. You know, all the painful like basically the whistle stops you had to do the hundred yard lines and stuff like that and you know two days and how hot like we had to practice 107 degrees in june and you're like mm -hmm. you're like oh this sucks but then when you see those awards and you know and then people notice you and colleges notice you and you're like you know what the hard work does pay off for sure so i know there's a couple of like summer games in montana i think there's the badlands bowl the shrine bowl things like that that are like all-star type things have you been invited yep. to any of those uh yeah i got invited to the shrine game uh, i was i was not an alternate i was like a basically a starter so but you know, i mean i still gotta go on the field and work my butt off to get that starting spot so yeah so you'll be playing in the shrine game this summer yes i will and i'm gonna try to choose the number 99 instead of 75 <laughs> well i have a story with that i was a shrine boy i believe when i was four or five years old okay so, yeah, thank you so much for doing that. It means a lot to me personally that you're doing that. It's awesome. No problem. I just think it's more swagger when D-line wear 99, especially Aaron Donald. If you see that man in the Super Bowl, he's going to be hella swaggy. So. <laughs> oh, for sure. So I take it you're going for the Rams in, in the Super Bowl? Uh, You know, I do like Icy Joe Burrow, but, yeah, I got to go the Rams. You know, I'm like half Chicano, man, so I, I got to go L.A. L.A., you know, the typical Mexican way. You got to go with the <laughs> L.A. teams. <laughs> yeah i'm going for him because i've always been a stafford fan and now that he's finally out yeah. of detroit it's like i got it he's got to get a ring <laughs> yeah it's crazy like how he was at the lions and he didn't get any playoff time basically and now he's on the super bowl this one year with the rams it's crazy oh for sure it's that's just shows that detroit is not a good organization yeah <laughs> for sure so if i'm remembering right i know growing up you played baseball you also played basketball too am i from what you said right Yep, I also played basketball. So how did those other sports when growing up help you prepare for your football career in high school? Um, damn, that's actually kind of a tough one. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's actually weird because, like, I was realizing it in high school because, like, you know, football and basketball, those are two different, like, of, like, in shape you got to be, you know, because football, you know, you stop and you get a little breast taken where basketball – it's it can be continuous like you can right. go like straight three minutes without no breaks in you know I think basketball kind of prepared me it made me like for the off season I really call it football off season while I was playing basketball 
and it just prepared me to get faster. I literally felt like I was faster every time I played basketball. So that's one thing I think about basketball for football. It was just keep me in shape and making me faster. For sure. So you've had very supportive parents, especially your dad throughout your growing up. What is it meant to have them be so supportive of you? Uh, you know, it's crazy. And I'm like very honored because like, even though they divorced when I was eight years old, but they always been like, you know, as they call my dad calls it team Caleb, you know, it's team Caleb. They always help me, you know, my mom, if I need like, like $10, my mom will give it to me. She's like, yeah, here you go. You know, then I'll help her like clean up my grandma's house and get some money and help her. And, and then, you know, my dad's always a sport guy, you know, he was very hard on me. And, you know, I always like hated it that he'd always be hard on me. But like now I realize like I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for him being hard on me. You know, if I have kids someday, I'm probably gonna do the same teachings as him, you know, be hard because you want to be hard on your kid. Because if your kid's not going to be hard, I'm just thinking like, you know, you're not going to be the talent you want to be. And when people, I mean, I know some people can't handle on being hard, but like, I mean, I handled it pretty good. And I think when coaches were hard on me, I just think of it as like my dad teaching me, you know, and I got better like step by step and day by day. So I thank my parents very well. That's awesome. So I have to ask, I see that TiVo jersey, right? Like right out of the corner oh, of the yeah, screen I got, there. I got, um, I got all jerseys. I got uh, the Hurricane Michael Irvin one. I got the Lonzo Morning, and I got the other Lonzo Morning from the uh, USA team. I got a Tebow. I got the Reggie Bush College one, and then I got the GOAT, Tom Brady. I'm a Patriots That's- fan, so I'm a big Patriot fan. Oh, man, you're a Patriot fan. No, it's not that big a deal. But um, <laughs> how'd you score the Tebow one? Because he was literally on the Patriots for like two weeks, it felt like. Uh, it was actually <laughs> funny. Um, My dad, actually, when he signed it, my dad's like, oh, I'm definitely giving you a Tebow jersey because me and him were 10 Tebow fans even though we're Miami Hurricane fans, he went to the Gators, but, you know, it's whatever. We just like Tim Tebow because he's a big guy. He's a quarterback and, like, right. running like a running back. So, I respect Tim Tebow. I think he could have had a better chance in NFL football if teams gave him a chance, but, you know, he found his way. He's making pretty good money, so, yeah. No, I was a big Tebow fan in college, and then I'm a big Raiders fan, and he went to the Broncos. I'm like, uh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really does do like that, like, it was hard to not let Tom Brady go when he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, you know, I was like, you know, he gave us Patriots fans six Super Bowls. I mean, the man's got right. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now he's off riding into the sunset. So. I know the end of the era. You know, I'm a 2000 kid. You know, I, I grew up watching Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. It's crazy how they're all retired now, especially yeah, Eli. All gone. <laughs> all gone. New era. Yeah. I'm excited for it for sure. But yeah. So. What are you looking forward to most at University of Montana Western there? Um, you mean like academically or just football play? Both. Yeah, both. So um, academically, I'm actually going to do some general classes. I want to be a firefighter after college if oh, yeah. I don't like try to make the NFL or something like that. I want to help people, and, you know, and then maybe save some money and open my own gym. Neat, neat. I have a friend that's a firefighter here in town, and it's hard work, but yeah, it, it definitely is rewarding work too and maybe come back if the weightlifting thing doesn't work out maybe come back and help the kids and coach at senior high oh yeah with baseball coming into um football stuff yeah so with you playing baseball at some point what do you think about high school baseball here 
dude, I, honestly, I was telling my parents this too, when they passed it, I was like, you know, I think I would not quit baseball. I think I would have kept playing, you know, I was a pretty yeah. good pitcher, you know, I had a pretty filthy changeup and curveballs back in the day in my 14 U days in little league. Yeah. So I would have kept playing and then I probably would not play Legion in the summer, but I definitely would have played probably kept playing baseball. If there was high school baseball. You know, you're actually one of the kids that I thought of when they passed. And I'm like, man, he probably would have continued playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baseball back in the day was pretty fun. You know, my, my little league goal was trying to make the Sam B and all stars, but you know, and guys in Arrowhead baseball always get the win. It seems like it does, doesn't it? Yep. You always yeah. be beating them, and then you're like, "Well, we're beating them. Let's go." Then next thing you know, fifth inning, they just come back like they're Tom Brady. It's crazy. I don't know what it is with Boulder Arrowhead. CJ went to Boulder Arrowhead, and he actually did end up going to San B. Yep, that's but, right. Um, I played him too. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. For some reason, I don't know. I I don't know what it is, but I just do it. Yeah, them in the Heights, for some reason, just have a hold on Little League. <laughs> they really do. I think it's just because they have, like, more kids or something like that, too. Because, like, Boulder Arrowhead and the Heights basically just have, like, a lot of people to play yeah. baseball. That's why, like, like when it's not All-Stars and just Little League playing, just, like, there's, like, six teams or eight teams. It's, it's right. crazy. Yeah. Where you got Central Giants and – you know riverside only have like two teams like i mean when i transfer because i used to play at heights in nine and ten and then we were had like six or seven teams and when i went to central giants because i moved near like terry park and then i was only two three teams available yeah <laughs> it was crazy no, yeah that does make it hard for sure and i think that's probably part of the reason why sadly yeah for sure but yeah, well, hey, thank you so much, Caleb, for coming on and taking time out of your day to chat with me. It's been fun. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I like podcasts. You know, I watched the Joe Rogan podcast. So I was pretty hyped to be on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to have people on. And I love doing it, you know, having local people on and try to get your guys' names out there and just a fun thing to do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For sure. Well, hey, have fun at U of M Western this next year and go Bulldogs. Thank you. Yeah, go Bulldogs. All right. See ya. See ya.